0: into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck.
1: My name is Oliver Queen.
0: My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up.
1: Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me. But
0: I've never been more than what each
1: of you has created. Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another week of Televised Heroics. We're here a little late this week, Daniel. Uh, Just a little bit of scheduling mishaps caused us to put out a late episode. But we still got episode 95 out the week that it's supposed to go out. What do you think about that? We're, We're coming up on 100, Daniel.
0: Oh, it doesn't feel like a hundred to be completely honest. So I'm so surprised that you know <laughs> we're reaching that big number.
1: It it is quite a big number, I think. So that, that, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to do something to uh, celebrate the fact that it's 95. But before we get into that, that's that's future uh, televised rogues problems that we're gonna talk about this week. We're gonna talk about uh, all the shows that you know we love to talk about on this on this particular podcast, but. First, want to talk about the Flash. So mm-hmm. the Flash, the uh, we're as we're going to talk about the episode tonight, the Mystery Girl in the Flash that we first saw in Crisis on Infinite or, in, or I'm sorry, Crisis on Earth X, uh, played by Jessica Parker Kennedy. That's the, a lot of fun. Yeah, the showrunner Todd Helbing has come out and said uh, during an interview uh, interview with TV Guide, Ta- Todd Helbing said that fans have yet to solve uh, the mystery surrounding the identity of Jessica Parker Kennedy's character. Helbing doubts that anybody ever is going to guess exactly what it is. Helbing also compared the mystery to past storylines that fans have tried to figure out. This is his exact quote. Every year there's theories all over the place about what we're doing and some of them get pretty close. Some of them, uh, they hit like one part of it, but they don't get other parts. So it's fun to read. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I, me personally, I've said things like she's the female version of Bart Allen. Uh, she's XS, which is in the comic books is Bart Allen's sister, Uh, Other people have said that she might be uh, one of the Tornado Twins. uh, So it would be the direct daughter of uh, Barry Allen, but just from the future. Uh, Obviously, all three of those guesses would be from the future.
0: Right. Um, You know, I
1: think uh, you nailed it on the head. I think it's going to be
0: the female version of uh, Bart Allen. Or, you know, like they tend to do sometimes, they're just going to combine two characters into one.
1: Yeah. See, that's what I think is going to happen is that you're going to get Ginny and Bart combined into one and uh, they're going to, I'm sorry, she's not Bart Allen. Ginny is Bart Allen's cousin, but I think you're going to get the two characters combined into one. And that's why Todd can be like, well, some people got a part of it, but they didn't get all of it because we combined the two characters. Like, well, that's not really fair.
0: Right. That's not really fair. And if they're doing that, you know, they're just sticking to what the CW does best. Repetition.
1: Repetition. There you go. Um, the other story I wanted to talk about was the Titans TV show, which I believe, which is going to be on the DC streaming channel, uh, streaming subscription channel. We're getting closer and closer to it coming out, and uh, we have. Uh, it looks like the fan site TV, Titans TV put out a list of what they believe is the titles of the show, the episodes so far. And uh, Episode 1 is Titans, Episode 2 is Hawk Hawk and Dove, Episode episode 3, Starfire, Episode 4, Rachel, Episode 5, The Doom Patrol, which we've talked a lot about. Episode 6, The Messenger, and Episode 7, Jason Todd. Uh, I think that was pretty incredible to see that they would be bringing in Jason Todd. But before we get to that, uh, what do you think of these other titles? Titans, obviously that's a good... Title for the first episode is going to be the bringing together of the characters, uh, Hawk and Dove. They'll be introducing those two characters in, the, in episode two. Starfire. They'll be uh, introducing the character of Starfire in episode three. I would assume uh, episode four, Rachel. Now, I believe Rachel is also the name, the civilian name or secret identity of of Raven. Uh, Raven? Yes. Yeah. So we'll have that. It, I mean, if assuming that's what that means. Yeah, I think that's then, what
0: it's gonna uh, be. Go ahead, I mean, cut you off. Yeah,
1: no, 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 that's fine. No, yeah, that's. I, I would assume. I mean, it seems like the first <laughs> half of the season is all about bringing or grabbing the characters from all the different places that they're gonna be coming. You know, be grabbing them from, right? Uh, then Doom Patrol, which we assume is probably gonna be the introduction of Beast Boy, since Beast Boy came from the Doom Patrol before he was on the Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh The Messenger, what do you think that could be? This is interesting. So the Messenger uh you know it
0: it in my opinion, I think it might lead to uh, you know, the next episode, which is Jason Todd. It could be somebody informing the Titans that Jason Todd is coming
1: back with a vengeance. I don't know. Oh wow, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty interesting. Uh which then yes, brings us to Jason Todd, episode seven. Obviously, I believe he was when he was when he did his run as Robin, he was part of the Titans. He did he was on the team, or the Teen Titans, uh as they were called then. Uh so uh it's gonna be interesting to see what they're gonna if if I would assume it's gonna be a resurrected Jason Todd, just like uh we just like we saw in the comic books, because we have the older Nightwing in this. You know, yep. we have Brent. Brenton Thwaites, I believe is how you say his name, playing Nightwing. He's he's around 28. So uh, no news as of yet that I know of of who they cast or, or they are going to cast as Jason Todd. I would assume you'd want someone around 24 to 26 to play Jason Todd, just to be kind of the appropriate age, younger than Dick Grayson, but uh, not quite a teen. Okay, which would make sense. Yeah. You have any clues any uh uh no uh, speculate or no fan guesses do you have any guesses on who or do you have any suggestions that's the word i was looking for of who you like to see play jason todd you know this is just so weird because i never really when it's somebody that has to be you know
0: mid uh you know early mid to like late 30s i really can't think of anybody unless they've been on a show for Quite a while, and you know, I've seen him as a late teen. I was like, okay, yeah, this kid has potential. This kid can do it. I mean, the only person I'm really thinking right now, and like, I don't know why, but my brain always sticks to voice actors. I was thinking of uh, Jeremy Shada, um, the kid that voices for Finn in um, Adventure Time.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I I'm in the same boat. I don't know very many young actors that, you know, and most of the time, you know, these shows tend to pull from like Nickelodeon and Disney channel and stuff. And I was like, I just don't know any of those actors. Right. The only thing that the only person I can really think of at this point is that, uh, that, uh, the young kid, and I don't know how young he is, but he's younger than me. That was the voice of hero in uh, big hero six that wanted to be Tim Drake for Ben Affleck, he put out that video. Oh, but he's going to be—he's uh, our Beast Boy. Beast? Oh, that's right. He is Beast Boy. Ah, I don't know what's wrong with me. So there you go. Uh, I'm lost. I have no idea who who could play that role. You,
0: you know what? Um, no, nah, never mind. I won't say it. I was crazy. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was just saying, you know, Chandler Riggs needs a job right now, but I don't really know <laughs> if acting chops could, you know. Pull
1: us off I mean he he's just gonna be it's just I I would assume it's just gonna be a, a guest role you know it's gonna be that one time uh he's not gonna be part of the titans like permanently so I I don't know maybe Chandler Riggs could do it he could <laughs> come in be angry enough I want revenge on everything and everyone where's Bruce exactly <laughs> where's Rick I mean Bruce <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, and then if, you had a story you wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah, and I honestly just think that this is a desperate cash grab. Um, and, you know, I hate to say it, even though The Walking Dead is losing is losing me, but, uh, you know, I've already invested so much time in the show that I'm not going to drop it. And I do prefer, you know, Fear the Walking Dead over it now. But uh, they're going to do a basically uh, select theater's, the season finale for season eight of the walking dead will be in select theaters. Um, plus it's gonna, uh, they're going to show the premiere of fear, the walking dead because, uh, cro- crossover events are going to happen at that point.
1: Oh, wow. That's, that's definitely interesting. Uh, I didn't get to read the article. I know you posted it on our Facebook page. Uh, but just thinking about that, the fact that they want to put it in theaters means there has to be something pretty theatrical that's going to happen. I only hope that this episode, the season finale, will be the all out war that I've been expecting for the last season and a half, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, we've it seemed like we've been promised Rick. And and or not more, not so much. I, it's not so much that I want to see Rick and and Negan fight it or duke it out. I want to see the Saviors versus everybody else. I want to see all out like civil war, like like you know, fucking the 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 Union versus the Confederates, and just like run up to each other in the middle of a field and just start duking it out or slashing at each other with bayonets and stuff like. <laughs> Like I just that's what you know what I want I want to see the Battle of the Bastards. That's what I want. I want to see the Walking Dead version of the Battle of the Bastards. That's exactly what I want to see.
0: Abe, hey, you said the show is, you know, um basically like Game of Thrones because people are dying left and right. So it could happen.
1: Yeah, th- I mean this is supposed to be, you know, this is essentially the the cable TV version of Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones is the most highly watched show on television if you include that into the – like HBO is included in regular television. But if you don't have the premium channels, this is like the highest rated show that isn't a premium channel, if I believe. At least it was at one time. It might not be anymore since their ratings are going down.
0: Right. Um, So they're going to call the event Survival Sunday, and it will be rolled out um, April 15th, so tax day at 8.30 p.m. Um, (laughs) and they will have, um, behind the scenes footage and just, you know, to kind of point out what you did mention, the first line on the article does say that this is the all out war.
1: Oh, wow. That is awesome. So then, okay. So does that mean it, uh, instead of watching it at home that day, I can go to the theater assuming that my theater and my, and my town is playing it. I can go watch it there. Yep. That is correct. Oh, it's not like something I have to wait till the next day for them to play it at the theater. It will happen that night, right?
0: It will be that night uh, when the season eight finale premieres. So I would assume that it's probably going to be a longer episode, probably like an hour and a half, like they tend to do with their season premieres and uh, season finales as well.
1: Yeah, I bet so. But they're not going to—they're not going to premiere Fear the Walking Dead the same night, are they? Is that what you said they are? Yeah, they were, or it's going to be a back-to-back feature. So is the Fear of the Walking Dead episode is also going to be in the theater? Yes. Wow, so you essentially you might be in the theater for close to two and a half to three hours. Probably two and a half. I mean, you take out the commercials. Yeah, probably about two and a half.
0: Yeah, and um, you know what? I'm a sucker for this kind of thing, so if there's a theater near me, shut up and take my money.
1: <laughs> well maybe if the theater's not playing it near me i might i might come up and see you in phoenix and watch it hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so let's go ahead and get into legends of tomorrow then no country for old dads uh we saw uh, we saw two damien darks in this episode and i loved every bit of it it was like so funny to see Older Damien Dark take on younger Damien Dark and like younger Damian Dark doesn't know it, but older Damien Dark hates younger Damien Dark anyways. Like (laughs) he's like that guy's such a dick. It's like that's you. You're talking about you (laughs) And uh, is this like a running
0: gag? And yeah, that was awesome, but is this the running gag in the show? Just whenever you need to give the actor a wig, just give him the worst wig, you know, humanly possible. (laughs)
1: I think it is. I think and that's I think that's the the brilliance of this show that they love to poke fun at themselves. They love to uh poke fun of the show, they love to poke fun at the genre itself, just like the idea that this is a comic book show and uh you know, we are doing outlandish things that are like that's time travel, so why not? Why not poke fun at it?
0: Yeah. And one of the greatest things of this episode was a whole He's like, oh, yeah, you know, you never heard of this physicist because, you know, younger me had to take him out. You know, I was a German, you know, spy, the best spy around. He was just building himself up the whole time, stroking
1: his own ego. It was awesome. (laughs) Uh, And then, okay, so at the end of the – not the end of the episode, but towards the end of the episode when uh, younger Damien Dark is fighting – older Damien Darkin like almost winning because older Damien Dark has to keep uh what's her face from falling? I can't why why can't I remember the name of the Nora. Nora? Yeah, keep her from falling off the edge. It's like couldn't he just pull her forward so that she would be on the roof instead of just dangling over the side constantly? He was probably
0: panicking. He's like, crap, I need to react, so that's not you know, sometimes when it's just something fast and if he tried to throw over the, you know, the roof, what if he you know, overdid it and ended up throwing off the building anyway. <laughs>
1: I, you know it. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you fight. You fought me on that, and I'm. I'm. I believe it. So there you go. He was too afraid. His adrenaline was pumping way too much. Uh, that's why he wasn't <laughs> able to do it. So, uh, what do you, th- what do you think that young Damien Dark thought was going on this whole time? Like he's got a fucking guy that can move things with his mind he's got uh you know these other two that are trying to save the man that he's trying to kill then what what do you think of all that like what what do you think is going through his mind
0: well well i mean it kind of the first one kind of answers itself because he's like oh magic i should look into that sometime that's true you're right and i mean he was a cold-blooded assassin back then i mean he still is um so he was like you know anything i have to do to get the job done especially since he didn't see any weird other weird shit going on so i think that's he was just like i need to get this done get paid move on to the next you know (laughs) thing uh
1: yeah obviously we saw from um uh the older damien dark after after they saved the physicist uh he comes back and shoots the guy anyways and he's like hey I don't want my reputation to get ruined. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty good. Um, uh, so Nate kind of hits it on the head that maybe Mister or Doctor Palmer might be falling for uh, Nora in a way, and it's true. What do you think of that? You can see you think it, so yeah. Well. I, I, that's okay. So it made me think, and I was when I was watching the episode, I had to keep reminding myself that these two are actually married in real life. So is is um, uh, uh, Brandon Routh, Is he a good enough actor to hide the his actual love for his wife while acting? Um, I don't know if he can actually pull it off.
0: Um, you know, to hide that he's working with the, with his wife, but I do think that, you know, that helps out the dynamic of the show because they have great chemistry on screen
1: together. I do believe that he'll be able to hide the fact that he is married to Courtney in real life. And Ray Palmer is actually falling in love with Nora. I, I, I believe that Brandon Routh is a good enough actor, uh, to do that. Or I believe he's a good actor. I don't want to say good enough. He is a good actor. Um, (laughs) uh, yeah no no yeah no yes of course of course Brandon Ralph is listening to us he he listens to televised remarks every week <laughs> uh, yeah uh so if he they are uh, trying to get the they're trying to get Ray Palmer to fix the fire totem which I believe Damien Dark got from he, he says he got it from Detroit and which means they it has to do with something with. Vixen, because neither one of us watches the CW Seed show. But uh I don't know if it is still going or not. I have no clue what's going on over at CW Seed. Uh, I was looking at the WonderCon panel list or programming f- that's going to be next weekend. uh They are going to be premiering the episode of John Constantine, though, or Constantine. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely go and try and check that out when I'm at WonderCon. Uh, but. So they have the fire totem. They have the earth totem. They don't have the. Wait, do they have the animal totem?
0: The, the no, spirit totem? No, um, be- because Nora um, was able to control it at the end. Okay, but at the beginning of the episode, they do have it. No, they still didn't have it.
1: What, that- because remember, at the end of the other episode,
0: Ray's like, okay, you know, I'll save her if you give me. Um, uh, Amaya's totem back yeah
1: but and that's what he's like deal. Yeah but how did he how would he have gotten it to the legends if he got captured right afterwards? No, Amaya doesn't have the the animal totem. Amaya doesn't right but Nora does right? Right. Yeah Nora does. Oh, okay, yeah that's what I was trying to get. Nora has the animal oh, okay. the spirit totem. <laughs> so the only totem that the legends have right now is the the water totem? No. Do they have any
0: totems? No. Uh, um, they said we only have two. So they they have a fire totem and um, they have the earth totem. Who's that? Um, Wally stole the...
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. At the end of this episode, Wally stole the uh, earth totem back. Right. Okay. So, which I didn't even know. How did he even, like, know to grab it? That was, like, he said something about, I saw damien like messing with this thing and i was like no he wasn't (laughs) um yeah that's plot point you know plot hole right and (laughs) he said he said he said oh they because they mentioned to him earlier that we take we take little little uh trinkets as trophies yeah souvenirs so he grabbed it as a souvenir for himself but yeah that didn't i don't know that didn't seem like it quite worked out right
0: yeah what uh what do you think's gonna happen with uh Amaya and Nate's relationship because, you know, uh Wally's like, Oh yeah, you know, and the side bitch just kinda <laughs> left them there, so you know, we were drinking buddies.
1: That was a that was a funny moment. It it, it was like uh definitely saw that was that was gonna happen, so um I don't I think it's just gonna drive them closer together, really. So it it's it's not much of anything at this point.
0: Okay. So what do you think was in that file that, uh, rip Hunter deleted?
1: So that was, I, I think that was the kind of the, the big, what episode, uh, part of that episode. And, um, it was, <laughs> it's the identity of Ava essentially like, right. Like it's going to be right. Who is Ava related to? And, I mean, I really hope that it's not going to be – because Hunter, Rip, Rip walked in on Ava and Sarah making out. And right. And he didn't say anything. And then at the end of it, she kind of <laughs> was like, oh, bye, bye, bye. And then they, they all said bye and stuff. And then he said, Gideon, erase this file. So I hope it's not going to be like she's related to Sarah just in like down the timeline somewhere. <laughs> Because that's going to be awkward, and I don't think the CW wants to go there, right? So the
0: only other and I think they went, you know, further beyond kissing in this episode too. It was heavily implied. It was heavily implied. You're right.
1: So I would guess that maybe, maybe she's related to to Oliver. You think so? I don't. I see. I really don't know. I don't know why it is that he would need to erase the file. So, unless, what if she had something to
0: do? Oh wait, did she murder anybody? That Anissa, right? She she was mourning over Anissa. Anissa. Nissa Anissa. Or Nissa? Nissa Agul? Sorry, N- oh. she's not dead. I know, but oh, wait. Oh wait,
1: no. Anissa was mourning over her. Never mind yeah. the theories. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> I, I mean it's it's got to be that she's related to someone. It, that's really got to be what it is. Maybe oh maybe she's related to Damien Dark. Oh that's really good. Yeah because I mean she you know so you, she Sarah you, Sarah hates Damien because she killed uh, Laurel or he killed Laurel. So maybe that's what it is.
0: And if, but I mean, she could see past that, you know. Be like, well, you know, you're on the right side; you're helping us, you know, beat Damien. Unless she's gonna betray him later, and that's her. Like, well, fuck, she, you know, she can't find out that they're related. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I no one knows. It, I it, it, I think that was a, one cool thing about all the CW episodes this week is that they all kind of had that uh, who's the who's this character, you know, kind of moment. They all had a gasp moment. Yeah, at the very end. Uh, was there anything else about this episode you wanted to talk about? No. Okay, let's move over to the Flash. Then this was, I want to say, probably one of the best episodes of the show that I've I've seen. Like Flash Time was such a good episode in so many ways. Like it really broke away from everything else has been doing this whole time. Or this whole season, and I don't know. I, I just really, really enjoyed it. What did you think?
0: I really did like it as well. Um, it was really put, um, you know, well put together. Uh, even the cheesy moments didn't really feel all that cheesy. They were all really good and you know well acted and put together by everybody.
1: Yeah, and and like and, and it's kind of the the stuff that we've come to know about. This show, or expect from this show, or not expect, but this is kind of the stuff that this sh- this this episode is what the show has been known for. Especially if you talk to Kevin Smith, <laughs> like it had really emotional parts, and it was uh, it's you know it, it brought together the essential part that I get. I want to say Iris kind of brings to the team that she. She's able to cut through all the bullshit and just kind of be like, you're missing the bigger picture, and this is what it is. Which then helped, you know, uh, uh, Barry in the end figure it out, you know, right, uh, solve the problem.
0: And but the only thing, my only complaint with that, and I'm not trying to be a dick, it's just like, you know we've talked about it before since when did she become a scientist because she basically was like oh my god you know if you do this this and this this is what's, what's going to happen
1: right and i kind of i i see what you're going at and i kind of had that initial thought too that she's not a scientist but if you take it as she's a journalist just like the like, like she's supposed to be she didn't really figure anything out she just observed things cuz he said uh lightning rod and she said he said look she's like oh we put a ball into the speed force that is supposed to mimic you because the speed force thinks it's you so if it's trying to it's trying to get you out using the the speed lightning of the the speed force lightning the lightning itself will follow you like it she didn't really think of it as a scientist. She, if she was, if she did, she would have thought of like the formulas, and that's exactly what, uh, you know, Barry Wells, yeah, in. Barry and Wells and and um and Cisco, Jay. yeah, they all got held up on the science part. She just kind of like, hey, I know, I know fact A, and I know fact B. This will help us, and it, it, it to me, it worked out well. It, it works out with her character. Okay. All right. And, uh, when you were talking about that,
0: um, and I just remember the ending of the episode when, because I really love Jay in this episode, you know, mm-hmm. I really did. And especially when Barry just snaps at and he's like, well, then what's your idea kind of thing. And he kind of like backs down and he's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, that's true. I don't have a plan. <laughs> and how at, <laughs> at the end he's like, Hey, just so you know, I'm getting too old, you know, I need to find a replacement. What if um, the random mystery girl
1: we've been seeing throughout is gonna be his new you know people his new flash I was yeah. I was thinking that too because that's what he says he he goes oh I hope uh, I hope he's a good student or I hope he's a good flash or something like that and she go he goes uh, I hope she is too or something like that and I was just yeah he drops a little subtle hint yeah and I didn't know if he was implying that he already has the person in mind. Or if he was just saying, hey, don't be such a sexist, it could be a girl too.
0: Yeah, even though, you know, Jesse Quick, you know, she's done great things on
1: Earth. Well, yeah, Jesse, and I don't, do you think that he, yeah, he wasn't, I don't think he was implying Jesse was going to replace him, even though. Right, uh, I don't think so either. Yeah, even though Jesse has worked with him on Earth 3 before. Right, and she
0: uh, temporarily was a flash when Jay was trapped in the
1: right exactly so jesse is the flash on earth two uh yeah barry is the flash on earth one jay is the flash on earth three wally is the flash in time travel now um (laughs) yeah i i i don't i i was that did leave me very much wondering what jay was talking about who that was now i love the fact that they were all moving faster than you know everybody else. So it was kind of the essential, essentially it was the opposite of what we usually see, uh, in the show where everybody is moving at normal speed and then the flash comes in and he's at super speed. So everybody was stopped and they were moving at normal speed, but it's actually super fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, whenever they needed to, they moved even faster because then they go into actual super speed or even more super speed, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. But to, to think all that happens in eight minutes is pretty amazing, too. And uh, Barry is the one that's able to hold on the longest because the first one to drop is Jay. Like we see the effects. Yeah. The, we see the effects on like Cisco when he when when Barry brings him into the flash time. And Cisco is able yeah. to sit, sit there for a handful of minutes. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm you know, I my body isn't. Isn't made for this. I used to this. yeah, I can't do this. So he has to let him go. Uh, then he gets uh, Jay and Jesse. Killer Frost. Well, you, uh, yeah, you can skip past Killer Frost. That's later. Yeah, that's later. Yeah, but he gets Jay and Jesse, and then Jay, I think, just because he's older and he got his powers a little bit different than the way Barry did, he drops out next. Then Jesse. Right. Jesse, being that she hasn't had her powers as long. Drops out after that. Uh, and then eventually Barry starts to feel the effects, but he pushes past it. Which made me start thinking of Crisis on Infinite Earth in the comic books. Like in the comic books, Barry, to fight the Anti Monitor, pushes himself so far that he eventually becomes part of the Speed Force. And he becomes a very lightning bolt that struck him. That, and he becomes the very lightning bolt mm-hmm. that strikes him and Wally West in the past. So that that is also kind of <laughs> weird. It's kind of the whole time paradox thing but yeah uh <laughs> I, what did you what did you think of that meant to the you know the extent of barry's powers like how powerful is he
0: that if he can do that for eight whole minutes just you know smooth move super fast that everything slows down and or freezes you know before his very eyes and then push past he's that he's got a he has to be really, really powerful, which only makes me question, like, Jesus, if, you know, he's doing this, how, you know, more powerful were the other villains that he'd struggle to, you know, keep up with and or beat.
1: Well, I, I would have to assume that what we're supposed to gather from that is that each time, each season, he's only been getting stronger. Okay. So maybe the first season when he was fighting uh, Thon, the reverse Flash, uh... It wasn't, he wasn't strong enough or he wasn't, you know, powerful enough. And then the next season fighting zoom, he got a little bit more powerful, but zoom was just fa- faster than him. And then after that, Savitar, which is him later on. So that makes sense that he would be even more powerful. Right. So now I, I just assume that this is him getting more and more powerful, um, which, you know, to a point could be kind of scary too. I mean, where does his power end? Yeah, and so I guess the other problem I did
0: have with this episode is um, – I only had two. Wow, that's surprising. But um, <laughs> was when they're all throwing out ideas like, you know, who could have done this and, like, well, you know, what if it was the bow? I don't think it was the beau, obviously, and then later we find out it really wasn't. But at that point I was like, well, no, because he wants to stop the flash at his, you know, his own terms. But it also got me thinking, like, in this situation, since, you know, he DeVoe wants to bring down Barry and um, couldn't he have been so desperate enough to the point that he would have gone to DeVoe and be like, hey, just so you know this is going on, will you please help me? If you want to take me down on your own terms and so we all
1: don't die, can you please help me? You know, and I honestly thought that was what was going to happen. I thought he would eventually end up at DeVoe and be like, look, you're the smartest man alive. Uh, you can probably figure out how... You know, bring him into the flash time. You, you can probably figure out how we can stop this. Please tell me and I will I will give up. I'll do whatever it is you want me to do kind of thing.
0: So, I guess that would have been too predictable. Um, but, you know, I would have been okay with seeing that too.
1: Yeah, that's what I would assume. That's what... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm glad it didn't go that way because it would have been very predictable. So... Uh I am I'm, ha- I'm kind of happy with the way that it ended. the episode didn't have DeVoe in it which I uh, not to say that I'm not liking DeVoe. I'm liking Devo as a villain this season. I just I'm I'm glad that it didn't happen.
0: Right. And it wasn't one of those uh filler episodes that kind of just dragged and dragged and dragged either.
1: No, it didn't. You you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh so So that was awesome. <laughs> the other thing was uh uh, um, Wells. Wells and Jesse. Wells has some kind of secret about Jesse that we don't know about. He tried to convince Barry to get Jesse away from the explosion, and Barry is assuming that he's saying that because he uh, he doesn't want Jesse to die, but I, from what I was seeing from Tom Cavanaugh, it seemed like it was something much different. That it was very much so... Um, it was very much so. Something else was going to happen. If if Jesse was there when the explosion happened, like it it could be catastrophically bad. I don't know. Were you get? What are you getting? Were you getting that feeling too? Yeah, because you know he was he
0: had that sense of urgency, and then especially when Jesse during the whole time freeze, you know, went to talk to him too, he was having that kind of like desperate moment. Like, no, you need to get out of here now
1: yeah yeah exactly and uh he was uh, he he they do eventually get to share that moment with each other uh later on because obviously the earlier moment where the two of them talked and he couldn't express why he or he couldn't express his feelings about his dead wife her dead mother uh he was able to give her the mind blocker thing (laughs) which he reversed it so that it's a mind uh, melder and she came to realize you know all the emotions that came with the memory of her mother to him and yeah you know that's it's understandable why he had a hard time accepting her death it was a very touching moment a very touching moment Uh, the last part was Wells and um, Caitlin go to jitters and caitlin was very uh inquisitive because she had a memory that lasted from when she was killer frost and killer frost at was take care of caitlin. yeah she asked barry to take care of caitlin now one could just be like well she's being selfish because if caitlin dies she dies but um She was saying no. She actually felt like she cared for Caitlyn, which I guess is a weird thing. Um, But she was trying to express that to Wells, and Wells was going to say something to her, and that's when Mystery Girl comes in and spills coffee everywhere. And it gets them to stop talking about what it is they were about to talk about, and they leave. So she kind of does a wink at the camera, you know, saying, Oh, I've I've stopped them from doing you know, making a mistake or whatever. So what do you think that means?
0: Maybe figuring out why Kate um uh, Killer Frost was so concerned could uh cause her to go fool Killer Frost and turn her
1: into a villain and she wants to save everybody the despair. <laughs> I, I that's that's yeah, that's very weird. That's I I uh, I wonder when it is we're going to find out more about this mystery girl, and you know how she pertains to the rest of the group, and why she was, why she's there. Probably will
0: happen until about you know second to last episode or the season finale.
1: Yeah, somewhere around there, I would imagine. Uh, was there anything else about the Flash that you wanted to talk about? No. Uh, let's go over to Arrow then. Um, Oliver and the team. Uh, what did they do this episode? They had to find Laurel because Laurel, or I'm sorry, Black Siren, is now impersonating their Laurel on uh this Earth, saying that she her death was faked and uh Damian Dark kept her prisoner right, for two years. For two years. It it seems which it's, time adds up. <laughs> yeah, I, I it seems like that's working out that's you know people are believing that story and then the other part of the story is uh roy harper's back
0: right and as much as i love his character on the show i just felt like this episode was a complete waste of my time the whole episode was him and thea just going back and forth like no don't rescue him you know let's rescue him when the time is right just you know back and forth between the the two of them, and that's what bugged the shit out of me. And even Roy wasn't that big of a part of the this episode at all.
1: He really wasn't. And you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's this episode was essentially filler for the sake of filler. Uh, <laughs> I think. I mean, I guess we got a little bit more into the whole Richard Dragon, Richard, Richard Ricardo Diaz story. You know, we saw him fighting a guy, and he can hold his own. I guess. Um, we saw. The fact that he owns a lot of guys, he owns a lot of police officers, and the police are very corrupt, and they were holding Roy in a hotel and beating the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, and SWAT was outside of the hotel room in case anything happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was very much a filler episode. It's setting it up for the rest of the season, I guess. Uh, The money wasn't where it was supposed to be. I guess Ricardo went and got it from wherever Laurel stashed it.
0: Right. Um, And, oh, so I did want to ask you, have you seen any interviews with the guy that plays Richard Dragon? I haven't. Okay, because it's been bugging the hell out of me. I don't know if he's doing it because... Um, that's just his actor's choice. So that's how he really talks. But to me, it sounds like he's trying to impersonate Al Pacino and Scarface.
1: Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I did pick up on that too. And I would say that's kind of how Kirk Acevedo just talks in, in general.
0: Okay. So as the actor, like, obviously, you know, he's Hispanic. Is he like, you know, uh, Puerto Rican or anything? Well,
1: um I he was born and raised in the Bronx, so Oh okay. So yeah, that's just part of his accent then. Okay. Yeah, it's part of his accent. His it says his uh he's of uh, Puerto Rican descent, so I'm guessing either his mother or father was from Puerto Rico, but uh yeah, w well um you know, Al Pacino doing Scarface was supposed to be from Cuba. <laughs> yeah. And he you know, that was not a Cuban accent at all what he was doing in that <laughs> movie. But uh no. <laughs> yeah. I, it, yeah. That's just kind of what Kirk sounds like it, in a lot of things. If you, if you just watch, watch him and other stuff. Okay. Like I said before, I don't think the guy's that great of an actor in general. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It, I'm I'm kinda glad we haven't really got much of him in this season. I, I assume that the rest <laughs> of the season's gonna be a lot of him though, as he's being ramped up to be the big baddie for the season.
0: Yeah. And um I just want to ask you two things. Do you think that Ollie is going to kill uh kill oh my god, I can't think of his name. Oh, Anatoly.
1: Uh yeah, I think by the end of the season Anatoly's gonna die. Damn, okay.
0: And what um what do you think of uh, Laurel's speech, the whole, you know, you're just
1: a pawn, you know, and he's just using you when, you know, she talks to Anatoly? Uh, I think that's the reason why Anatoly's going to die. If, because they've had had him as a quote-unquote good guy or at least an ally to Ollie for most of this show. It's just this season that he's been the bad guy, an actual bad guy. Uh, I, he'll probably eventually end up sacrificing himself. Okay, that's how I see it. Uh, Alright. Did, did we? So Ollie keeps telling Speedy, uh, Thea, throughout the whole episode, to basically run away with with Roy, like get out of town, take off. You guys go be safe somewhere else. Is that just kind of setting us up for what's going to happen with the two of them before the end of the season? I think one of them's going to die. Oh, you think one of them is actually going to die? Who do you think it is? Yeah. It's probably going to be Roy. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, he hasn't been on the show since, what, season four? Season three, I season
0: think. Season three?
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I could see that ha- definitely happening. Um, I mean, then Thea will probably just take off after that if she if he ends up dying?
0: I think so. I think that's what's going to happen.
1: I think uh, I think I think Lance is going to die. Ooh,
0: I know we talked about it before, and it's going to hurt. But I don't care for him this season at all.
1: <laughs> you don't like that he keeps trying to stick up for Black Siren? Hell no, he's going crazy. <laughs> uh, fair enough. What What was the big um, reveal at the end of this episode?
0: Somebody's been watching them the whole time, and
1: it is somebody from um, the league. That's that's like, hey, you're the heir. That's right. Yeah, that's the character that we talked about uh, a couple weeks back when the article came out saying that this char- this lady was going to be par- playing this character, and uh, this and yeah. I said that is pro- she's just pro- she's kind of the replacement for Talia.
0: Which sucks, man. And they wouldn't even have to use Talia for that that many episodes anyway. Yeah. So, do you do you feel that the show is now trying to cram too many villains down our throats?
1: Uh maybe. May I? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's a that's a good a good uh, way to put it. Um, they are going through villains very uh, through villains. Often, but I think that's kind of the the point of this season. Cause they, they wanted to make it so that everything was very street level and that, you know, uh the stakes weren't so high as it were as as it was with Damien or you know, Deathstroke or uh, you know, Merlin before that. So I think the idea was to show that they have a bigger rogues gallery with with Green Arrow.
0: But, I mean, just to point, you know, pick a little argument, blowing up the city with, you know, nukes that, you know, that's not the state. The stakes aren't high for that or, you know. No, you're you're absolutely (laughs) right. That's what Caden James was trying to do. That's what
1: exactly what Caden James was trying to do. That's that's pretty big. It wasn't street level with him. I mean, it's street level to the point that punching him in the face was gonna work, uh, as opposed to like punching punching Damien in the dark wasn't gonna didn't work all that well. It, it you know it took a lot to to get through, get to Damien. I don't know. I true. I just I just you're right. You're absolutely right. They they the stakes are still pretty high, and the fact that they kind of made their own Legion of Doom to take on Oliver and company. Um, that's already gone. Yeah, that's already destroyed. So, hopefully, Richard Diaz, Ricardo Diaz, is the is the villain that we want out of this. Um. So, what do you think about uh, Dig? Kind of hinting uh, many times throughout this episode that hey, uh, my arm's fine now, I could take over the hood again.
0: But Ollie is like, no, I need a sidekick because I don't have anybody else to do
1: it with me. <laughs> right, and well Oliver also c- c- kinda convinced um uh you know his son that being green arrow is fine, you know. I I know what I'm doing and you don't have to worry about me dying. Especially since he's especially since he uh he's got Flisty now. He's like, ah, that's okay, I got a stepmom, you know, if you die, flisty will take care of me. Because he's a pervert little kid. Yeah, <laughs>
0: which makes no goddamn sense. But whatever. <laughs> uh,
1: was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with this episode?
0: Um, Cisco made Spartan a new
1: suit, and we don't even know what is up with that suit yeah. and helmets. Yeah, you're right. You know, we haven't really seen any any of the cool things that that should suit should do since it's, it's a Cisco made suit. I guess we'll have to watch the rest of the season and find out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Black Lightning. Uh we see the ramifications of the fight between Thunder and Black Lightning. And she gets knocked out. <laughs> she got knocked the fuck out, yeah. Uh also I, I wanted to point out a little Easter egg that they've had in the episode. At one point, um is it lady eve is that her name yeah she calls up gambi or gambi calls up her in in the and on the it's either no one way or the other basically in her phone gambi in her phone is called the Taylor. which in the comic books yeah. he is the tailor that's his character's right. name so and uh I think the interesting point about that is that in the comic books, the tailor works for both sides. He works for good guys and he works for bad guys. So, right.
0: Because he, you said that he makes the suits for the rogues and uh, the flash. Right, exactly.
1: So that kind of pans out with the show too. He, he works both sides. He works for lady Eve and he works for, uh, Jefferson Pierce. Right. Because, um, you know lady
0: eve says like you know we started the syndicate together right you know you should stay stay in the
1: crime family you know stay with this so it's 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 uh he's got a he's an interesting character uh at the end of the episode uh m- lady uh black lady <laughs> i forget what her name is <laughs> lynn lynn gets uh gamby to make a suit for uh anissa essentially to protect her to be like hey she's gonna do this with or without my permission so please make a suit that's gonna make it so that she's safe yep and
0: you know he's uh he says you know it's all kevlar and you know uh whatever it does it's all you know every fiber is fit for your body so definitely you know when you don't increase your density you know you can still take a gunshot Right, and it's super lightweight.
1: <laughs> and it's super lightweight, which you know, all that made me think of The Incredibles when they were <laughs> making suits for the family. When Edna Mode was making suits for the family,
0: no, uh, case. And
1: then she was, and she was like, "Uh, and Jack Jacks, since we don't know what his power is, it has all the standout stuff." And, <laughs> and he, she's like, "Jack Jack doesn't have powers," <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah it, you know, it was, it was, it very much got that feel for me. Yeah, now you bring it up, it definitely does have that same feel. What did you think – did they show what was in that little box that was on top of uh, the guy that – Oh, yeah, it it
0: was more – remember,
1: it was another warning. It
0: had more uh, grinded up um, albino Oh, okay.
1: I must have missed that part. Yeah, so Tobias Tobias Wales' uh, right-hand man, whatever his name was – is killed by Gambi with permission from Lady Eve, and a warning is sent to him. But retaliation happens, and uh, Tobias Wales' guys and, and, and Tobias kill Lady Eve and her, her guys with like lightning weapons to make it look like yeah. uh, Black Lightning's the one that came and killed Black him. Lightning did it? And uh, obviously, Bill Henderson, the cop believes it. So he calls up Black Lightning at the end of the episode and is like, I can't believe you went this far. This is too far. Blah, blah, blah. Which kind of puts, I don't know, to me that kind of puts the the nail in the coffin being like, he doesn't know that Jefferson Pierce is Black Lightning. Right.
0: Definitely. And I don't know, I was watching it uh, with Miranda. It's like, oh, come on. You know, they met uh, face-to-face so many times. Even with the costume, like, you know, they can't tell that you know, it's Jefferson Pierce, and I don't think I'd be able to tell. Would you be able to tell? I, I think
1: I would. Like, I'm very cynical about it, which is weird because I I always try and like. And I think I said this before, but I I'm one of those people that uh, will defend the fact that people can't see Clark Kent as Superman. But I just don't think that Jefferson and uh, black lightning act different enough for people not to notice that he's the same person. Like That's you true. were saying, like you were saying when he's Jefferson Pierce, he slumps over. And then when he's black lightning, he stands up straight, which helps, you know, it helps throw people off, but he's as Jefferson Pierce, he's still such a commanding person. Like as the principal or the headmaster of that school, He's, you know, he, he very much direct and he tells people, this is what you need to do to be a good person and stuff like that. So I, and then the fact that all it, all he hides is his eyes. Like you still see the fact that he's got a bald head and a beard. Like, it's just <laughs> like, ah, uh, I don't know. I think people should be able to see that. Now, if, if he were to shave the beard for some reason, I think, I feel like that would hide it better. It would hide the fact that, uh, the two people are, are not the same person.
0: Yeah. Um, and they, uh, I guess another big takeaway from this episode, too, was that they're like, okay, well, if Anissa has powers, we should test Jen. So do you think they're going to do it anytime soon? And how do you think they're going to approach that situation when the time comes?
1: I think that's going to be the biggest part of the episode when, it, when the time comes is going to be how do you approach her and say, hey, uh, we need to test you to see if you have powers because your sister has powers and your father has powers hey, hey, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and I, I assume it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be in the next coming episode or if it's going to be down the line a little bit. But I, I am interested to see how that episode goes.
0: And that just worries me because Jen is such a hothead that I feel she would abuse her powers.
1: You're right. Um, and obviously, as we see, you know, because uh, she, she has problems with the uh, at least one other girl in her school. That uh, well, it might not be good for her to have powers.
0: Yeah, we've seen that cyberbullying, quote unquote. Right.
1: Um, there was another part of the episode that I wanted to talk about, and it's escaping me at the moment. Uh, we we got some more uh, green light talk. Which I thought was interesting because it to me it seemed like Tobias didn't know about Greenlight. Did did you get that feeling? Even though That's true. Even though like you know the one hundred is pushing it. Right. But it to me it seemed like he didn't know about it, even though we, we're supposed to believe that he's the one that's supplying it to people. Well but then you're right, it is all of the one hundred. He's only a part of the one hundred, so I don't know that it was very it was to me it was just a weird scene oh I remember what the other other thing that I want to talk about was the end of the episode the return of Lala yeah dude holy crap how did that happen I don't know so we're bringing people back from the dead now which we saw uh, you know or we we're supposed to believe that's what happened with with Tobias that he came back from the dead right Right, but with Tobias, we obviously know that
0: you know he has that serum, so he's I'm still calling him a metahuman because of that serum that you know they put in his body
1: right, okay uh yeah, I don't know it's it, it i I'm, I'm i can't wait to find out how this plays out. I wanted to talk about that serum too for a second okay they like uh what's his face um black lightning says to Gambi, I believe in this episode. Tobias looks the same age. He doesn't look like he aged a day since when I I thought I killed him. Um, Yeah. We see that in the flashbacks, when Tobias was a kid, his sister was older than him, right? Yeah. So shouldn't she look much older in the the present time? And she dies in this episode, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She got shot, uh, shot through the chest. Yeah, so it seems like, like it seems like she didn't age either. If so, she probably got the same experimental serum. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to hint at, or that's what I'm trying to get at. Is did she take the serum too? Because uh, if the if she he's supposed to look older, and then she's supposed to look older than him, and she she really doesn't. She looks about the same age as him to me yeah uh I don't know I, that was very that was all a very odd thing, so I wonder if that's what's gonna if, if we're gonna see her pop up alive again here pretty soon, just like Lala it could
0: be a thing and then especially um in the flashbacks that uh Pierce keeps having of his dad being killed in front of him, he looks the same age as well
1: yeah exactly so all right, good I'm glad we're on the same track with that <laughs> uh do there anything else you want to talk about with black lightning? No. Let's talk about Gotham, then. Uh, another, in my opinion, another Waste of the Night. <laughs> you know, and this was supposed to be the big episode that everybody was, like, ready for, waiting for, because we got to see a version of a Batman, because Bruce is going to be tripping on tripping his balls off and going to have <laughs> fucking uh, premonitions of the future and stuff. All that stuff was just nonsense to me. Like, it was so much weird shit like why was why was Bullock the his his butler now and then Alfred was a fucking SSA agent or SAS agent. Uh I mean I get the one part where he's like, I'm supposed to save you so that you can make it to this part and it's like, okay, yeah, okay. And then like Bruce has his face cut off and then th- yeah, that, that was so weird. That version of Bruce then disappears and we're following the other version that we thought was the fake one? I don't know. It was all just a really weird fucking scenario. Yeah, and
0: we see fucking Christian Bale. <laughs> uh, basically, that was a Batman I got because he was talking that same your
1: voice. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's funny because, you know, the mask is on there, but there's no no ears, so it's not quite Batman yet. Uh, and, then, um, and then you get...
0: We, we, and this, oh, I was going to
1: say you have Gordon with the, the pencil mustache... Like, they kept saying, oh, you know, Ben McKenzie is going to be having a mustache in this episode. It's going to be closer to the Gordon that you know. It's like, that's the wrong type of mustache.
0: You're very, very <laughs> wrong. It looks like the makeup artist got really lazy. It was like, so it's going to be, you know, half prosthetic and, you know, I'm going to paint on the other half. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then he has boss to tell him, oh, by the way, I had a dream about you. You had a mustache. It's a good
1: look on you. No, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah. The the episode, and then you got you basically have Gordon just kind of running around with Selena trying to uh, find Ivy, and he doesn't believe it. He's like, "Wait, Ivy's a little girl." Because the last time he saw Ivy, she was a little girl. Now she's a full grown yeah. fucking woman, the same age as him, essentially. And she's got powers yep. now. She can just literally touch you and you know
0: you or scratch you and you'll grow a fucking ivies in front of inside of you. Yeah,
1: she's got the she's got the, the venomous scratch or poisonous scratch. I don't know, it depends on what you want to call it. She's got the pheromones rock, rocking that can bas essentially just get anybody to do anything for her. She she got the whole yeah. fucking precinct to uh, go against Gordon, which was pretty awesome.
0: That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: what do you think of her? Oh yeah, I love Ivy. Yeah. Now you're lying. We, yeah, you're. We know you're lying. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't. I, you're. I think you're absolutely right. It was. It was not the best of episodes. It definitely wasn't the episode that we were hyped up to to get, I guess.
0: And and even then, like, it just went, they hyped it up too because they're like, not only was it, you know, you're going to see Batman, but, you know, you're going to see everybody's favorite character, which is Jerome. And even that, I felt like it was just nonsense. And yeah, I was, you know, helping out Oswald, but I still felt like it was just a waste of an episode. This truly was a filler episode for Gotham. Like, what was that
1: supposed to be? What was the... Like wh- he was just was it- trying to get him to build up his confidence. Why? Why would? Why would the Joker? Or I'm sorry. Why would Jerome care if the Penguin has his confidence or not? Maybe so they can break out of Arkham together. And the only thing that I I found kind of interesting was like at the beginning of the episode when Jerome was like, "Hey, uh, make me laugh," kind of thing, right? It reminded right. it reminded me of the recent run in the DC in DC Comics of the Batman where they did uh the 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 War of Joke and Riddles and that's kind of like where it starts with oh yeah with the Joker and the Riddler and he's like the Joker's like make me laugh yeah so that's the only thing that I found kind of interesting but uh yeah you're right I mean I, I, it's not true when when. The penguin came in and was like, it's okay, I'm safe because I'm in this little box. And he started miming. I was like, ah, that's that's kind of clever. And then Jerome played along and he hit his head on the invisible box and like everybody's like, oh my god, what's he going to do? And then he just turns on him and he starts Jesus beating on him. <laughs> I was like, what? What is the penguin thinking? Why would he do that? But I guess it was good enough that Jerome respected him at that point. Yeah, so I, I think they're going to bust out pretty soon. I mean, does Jerome need to bust out? He obviously has all the guards on his side, which I thought was weird. I guess
0: he somehow found a way to pay him
1: off. I guess. so. And then you had uh, Barb, Barbara hanging out with yeah. Sophia, who still ha- try- is trying to have James under her throat thumb and yeah there's a there was a lot of shit going on in this episode too yeah and they all fit it in one hour which is surprising that was surprising they did they did manage to fit it all in but yeah was, there's was a lot of fucking shit going on
0: just, i just want to bring up one last thing so they, last week it got confirmed that they're going to do the long halloween how do you think they're going to pull
1: that off I don't think they're going to pull it off. I think they're, going to, they're it's going to be called the Long Halloween, and we're going to both be like, "Well, this sucked." And
0: you know, I'm going to be completely upset with this show if they ruin it. That's one of my favorite stories. I, I
1: know, I know it is. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. It's, I mean, obviously, they what's his face? Um,
0: Carmine so, is already dead.
1: Yeah, Carmine's already dead. So. Who Are they going to bring Two-Face back for this? We haven't even seen Dent in f- like a season, I think. Since the second season? Yeah. Second season. Oh, wow. So more than one season. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been around. So who knows?
0: Uh, we haven't been introduced to Calendar Man yet.
1: No. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things they would have to do for to pull off the long Halloween. And I don't think that's going to happen
0: last thing butch what do you think's gonna happen to him because he regained his
1: memory i don't i i it's i i was kind of upset by it because i want solomon grundy to stick around i like butch (laughs) but i really like solomon grundy so if he goes back to being butch does he lose his superpowers does he lose his super strength
0: i hope not and like the other thing too is like i would have been fine if you know he was talking like solomon grundy and yeah so yeah basically agree with you you know if he just talked in half sentences sentences or yoda i would be completely fine with it but now that he's like oh my god i'm butch you know you're tabitha oh my god yeah yeah kind of rude yeah something.
1: exactly so I, I don't know we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see what happens with that uh was that was is that everything you had for this episode yeah let's talk about the that's my rant let's talk about the 100th episode of ages of shield how did you feel about it so many feels, man. I I teared up a lot in this episode. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, no. I mean, I don't think I, I I was on the verge of any tears this episode. But you're right; there were a lot of feels with this, and I thought it was such a good episode. Uh, just, you know, just the okay. Let's just skip right to the end for a second. The wedding. I was not expecting that to happen at all. Nope. And then we get the big reveal that fucking uh, – Deke? Deke is their children, is, their child? Their grandchild. Yeah, their grandchild. Holy shit, though. Exactly. Like, how did we miss that in the fucking uh, flashbacks of the other episode? <laughs> yeah, I don't – I was
0: just like, no way.
1: Man, oh man it was really really good though it was it was a very good episode um obviously like <laughs> lash coming back that wasn't the actor who played lash it was you know this kind of just a CGI version of him uh Hive, that wasn't him. right that, against CGI just completely CGI uh, we actually did get to see um deathlock though and uh August Richards J August Richards came back to play him. Also I love the fact yeah. that he was throwing in there that hey you know you're actually dying on the table right now this is this is 6 years ago wait no fuck when did the avengers come out 2012 this is 2000 2000- yeah so 6, so, yeah, six, six years, years ago uh, hey my my memory works okay <laughs> uh yeah this is actually 6 years ago and you're dying on the table right now all everything that's been up to now has been inside your head as you're dying that that was I thought that was pretty Incredible.
0: Yeah, that fucking, that's what
1: got to me. I was like, no, I was like, don't you take him away from me.
0: <laughs> Not now. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, uh, I, I liked the fact that Deathlock came back for the episode, but I really wish that he would have stuck around. But now he, but Colson was like, no, he's got to go do his own thing.
0: Yeah. And, oh man, I, I know I don't know a lot of these characters, but it just sucks that, you know this is it and they're not going to
1: have them here to help out with whatever's going to happen next they're just going to disappear now. you know for one of those characters like they kept focusing on one of those other guys that De- Deathlock brought back with him and like I didn't recognize him from anything i don't okay. i don't know if he was supposed to be from other episodes or something like that and but i just couldn't tell i like i was like i don't know who that is yeah couldn't tell either um uh, I, I like the fact that, was it Fitz that that said, hey, why don't you throw, uh, what's her name that betrayed us in there? Because she, yeah. you know, if someone's going to die, let her die. But Colson's like, yeah, we can't, essentially he said we can't trust her right now, right? Right, and makes sense because you know she crosses one, she might cross us again. Which I, you know, I already said in the last week's episode is like I, I really don't feel like she crossed them. She didn't. She didn't know that they were alive. She had no clue. She just thought she thought they were dead. They've been gone for quite a bit of time. How was she supposed to know?
0: Yeah. Right. Um, the other point I do want to talk about the uh, in this episode was. Actually I just dropped it. I forgot.
1: So I mean what do you think about Daisy being uh the leader of of SHIELD? I if anybody, I think it either needs to be May or needs to be Fitz. Well, I you know, I think the reason they're not going with Fitz is because of the fact that he was the the dictator. No, what was he inside the framework? The director. I yeah, the director. Yeah, I and you know, I, I would assume that he doesn't want to do it because of that too. I I don't know. Um, I would say that it, it'd be better going to Simmons. She was uh, she was what's his face's right hand. Um, fucking the last director. I forget what his name was at the moment. The one that sacrificed himself in the in the framework. So, uh, oh yeah. She, I mean, I would think that she would make a good director, but for it sounded like what colson was saying is that we can't let it go to may because she's the old guard and you know she has the you know they need someone that's going to be going into it new like kind of thing yeah that's that's kind of what i pulled from it
0: okay but i don't know i i just think daisy is too you know too too young for this
1: i think she's too uh emotional or uh, reactory. you know like everything everything when she's whenever something happens she's very much ready to be like ah i can't believe this happened like kind of thing yeah it, essentially it, that's kind of you know what it was as opposed to colson who is very much all right stop let's think let's figure this out kind of thing she she doesn't have that the one of the things that i kind of was upset about is that in it was? It's a very emotional scene where she's talking. She's talking to Colton. She's like, "You found me in, the, in an alley, and you you taught me this, and you brought me up." And essentially, she's kind of having this. You're you're kind of like a father to me conversation with him. But if you go back to the first season, which I know you hadn't watched, uh, when they found <laughs> her, she was very much against Shield. She was like, "No, Shield's a bad thing." Shield Shield is like, uh, you know, um. Uh, fascism, and she was a hacker that was going up against them by herself. Like she was already a leader back then. But I get what they're doing. I, I get what they're saying this time around.
0: So, oh, that reminds me too. What'd you think of that article? Because it might it will probably tie
1: into this that uh, Coulson may be going back to the MCU. I mean, it's. I, I Technically, he still is in the MCU. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. exist in the MCU, but I get what you're saying. I think he will have to show up in Infinity War. I mean, it only makes sense that he essentially brought the Avengers together. If Infinity War turns out to be what, you know, everybody's speculating as the end of the Avengers, or at least this iteration of the Avengers, he should be there for it. Okay.
0: And they still haven't, you know... Talked about
1: what the deal was. What do you think his deal with the Ghost Rider was? So I think they kind of revealed it. It just wasn't a big reveal like we thought it was going to be. Essentially, whatever was whatever Cree thing they did to him to save his life to bring him back to life, when the Ghost Rider took over his body, it burned it all out. So the 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 scepter wound that's in his heart. Is es- yeah. essentially just is is killing him from the inside out again. It's it's just growing oh. inside of him. So the deal was, if you give me the power of the Ghost Rider, uh, I will eventually die, and you will get my soul from there too. I think I'm I'm making a logical I'm, I'm making a jump right there, but I will die sooner, kind of thing. Okay. And yeah, we come not find out that you know
0: his, you know, there's no way to cure that in- because they said it was an infection. There's no way to cure it because it's all rotten flesh at this
1: point. It's, yeah, essentially. So, I, I I guess he ends up dying. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I, I I mean essentially we don't know of of any of the Cree on Earth right now. Uh,
0: all we know is that it's starting and that they're probably going to invader pretty soon. Yeah,
1: so... Uh, was but Go ahead. I don't think Yo-Yo
0: has told anybody that, you know, um, Coulson is dying, let him die at this point. I don't think any of them know. Yeah,
1: like the, essentially what the future Yo-Yo told present day Yo-Yo to not try and save him because that's what cracks the earth.
0: Yep, and I think that's what they're going to try and do, but as a leader, he was willing to sacrifice himself already. So what do you think is going to be the uh, the next inner I guess team turmoil that's going to happen at this point?
1: Uh at this point I I don't know because essentially yes, uh you know the the He's willing to sacrifice himself. He is willing to sacrifice himself and but they have kind of solve this problem of that crack that was down there, you know, being opening up. So they were able to stop temporary bandaid, yeah, temporary bandaid. I don't know what the next thing is. Oh, well, I assume it's going to be having to take on, uh, the general and her feet, her guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, That's the next big thing for them right now. And the absorbing man, the absorbing man, whatever she ends up using him for. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of things, a lot of things going on in this episode. the The big reveal with with Deke <laughs> that was that was fucking that floored me. So that was pretty awesome. Yep.
0: Um. Again, to whoever's listening, if you don't watch Agents of Shield, just and we spoiled so much already, but go back and watch the show. It's amazing. yes,
1: you're you're missing out. Uh, oh, and I did like the little bit of time loop. Uh that they threw in there essentially because the ring that Deke went and found for Simmons ends up being the ring that his mother wears later on. And he says, it looks, a- it looked a lot like the ring that my mother wore that he, she got from her mother or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, that was, that was kind of a little, that was a cool thing. Yeah. Zima. <laughs> See, Oh, I wanted to bring that up last week too. Uh, when when he was in the bar getting drunk and drinking all those Zemas, I was like, "Wait, they discontinued Zema. Zema stopped making, stopped being produced a long time ago." And I went and looked it up. (laughs) Apparently, last year in September, they brought them back for a limited time. So, oh no, yeah. So that's essentially this. That's what it was. Like, I am guessing, like Zema was like, "Hey, we want to." bring back our proper, our product for a little bit do you think we could uh, get some product placement in your show and there you go Zima
0: <laughs> and so I'll point out two things so Zima is made by Coors Light um, so Coors Light probably made a lot of money but like, hey product placement um, but another thing too is that um, it's very popular in Japan and that's why they're trying to bring it back here in the US
1: ah uh, okay well, that makes sense then yeah. All right. Go core's Light, I guess. <laughs> uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with this episode? Just the fact that it was a great episode? Yeah. So many feels. I like the fact that Deke was super afraid of forests. He's like, you mean the <laughs> thing where all the the trees, the branchy things with the dirt and bugs and stuff? And the worms? That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's willing to eat a fucking ice cream cone out of a trash can. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> uh okay um the walking dead the last show we're gonna we have to talk about uh essentially this is rick's episode to either however you want to look at it he's either dealing with carl's death or not dealing with carl's death and uh i thought it was an interesting at the end of the episode where he has the conversation with With Negan over the walkie-talkies.
0: We've been so back and forth, and I know you don't like him. And, like, you know, I like him because I read, you know, some part of him in the comics. And uh, it just pissed me off that you actually have this one sincere moment when he's like, dude, that sucks. I'm so sorry. You lost your son. And Rick's like, no, man, fuck you. You don't have... You know, any room to speak, it's your fault he fucking died. So fuck you, I'm going to kill you. I fucking hated that shit, man.
1: That tore me up. You know, and I I get you. I get get exactly what you're saying. Because, like you said, I don't like Negan, but I do like Negan. I like Negan as a character. I think he's done really well. I just don't think he's a good guy. I don't think that he should get as much slack as everybody gives him. However, there are those moments where he... Shows the fact that he isn't all bad. Like we saw, like we said earlier in the show when he said, you know, like he doesn't allow uh unconsented unconsensual sex. That's a no no. And this whole part with yeah, with 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 Carl, he's like he almost essentially he essentially said, wait, time out, put the war on time. Uh, I want to say I'm sorry cuz I did I wasn't I was really hoping that Carl was going to live through this because I had plans for him. And yeah, you're right. and Rick is like can Rick can't accept that. Like fuck you. You know, he's dead because of, you know, all this shit that you're putting us through. And and Rick or er, Negan he, comes back and he's like, "No, he's dead because of you. You're it's your fault. You couldn't protect him." Essentially what Shane said earlier, you know in the fucking show.
0: And he needed to hear that too. He needs to fucking hear that constantly.
1: But see, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Carl, as I've said many times over, Carl go- goes and does his own thing. Rick has everybody to worry about. He's essentially, I mean, he's he he's he was appointed as the leader of the Alexandrians. He can't just sit there and worry about Carl. Carl is supposed to have grown up at this point. But he's not. He goes off and he does his own thing and he gets in trouble. That's what Carl does.
0: Yep, you're right. Ever since season I say two yeah. when they're on the farm. It, yeah, you're it, right. You're right.
1: It, it, that's just what Carl does, and that's what he did. Like, I I I I commend Carl for going out and helping that guy, even though Rick said, don't do it, because that's what we should be doing. That's what the group should be doing, helping as many people as you can. But he he got himself bit because he got distracted he wasn't thinking ahead and and that that's the that was the big takeaway for me from that now you're right Rick shouldn't have come at him or come at Negan right after that when he was like hey you know I'm sorry you lost Carl you know that's that's not something I wanted but this you know and he even oh god oh no I was just gonna say that when we first met Negan, Negan had a gun to Carl's head just as easily as he had it to anybody else's. Carl's, Carl's number could have been uh, pulled right there when he was doing the eeny, meeny, miny, mo, you know. So, yeah. so don't sit there and make me feel like Negan is, uh, <laughs> is, a, is that much of a stand-up guy.
0: Right, but in that episode where he sneaks into the sanctuary and he's like, oh, I'm going to take out Negan by myself. You know, I feel like, um, at that point, Negan did influence, um, Carl, you know, their, their forward with what everything else that happened.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, I think, I think Carl definitely showed Negan a different side to him and something that Negan respected, obviously. And then I, I would say that you're right. Whatever Carl has written in that letter for Negan definitely is something that, uh... I think will affect Negan in in a, in a great way.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And like the other great thing about this episode too, and again, it just pissed me off with how, you know, Rick reacted. He's like, Oh man. He's like, again, I'm so sorry to hear that. He's like, how did it happen? Did I cause it? If I did, I'm even more sorry that that happened. You know, what was it? Yeah. You know, he actually stopped, talked to him like a normal human being. And was like, dude, what, you know, what really went down? What,
1: yeah, because yeah, he even says, "Was it us? Was it the fires? Is it our fault?" Like he he was like, "If it was, if it happened to he, be his fault, he was going to be like, fuck, I can't believe that that you know this is why it happened.'" But he he gives him a he gives him a way out. He he wants to say no. He says no. He's like, "No, it wasn't. It wasn't those things." He went out helping somebody. Yeah, and he I guess he wanted I, another thing he wanted to tell Negan was like
0: you know he learned to help. Other people out through me because we help other people unlike your ways.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So it's. I I still think it's going to be interesting to see what they end up doing with that letter, uh, if he ends up giving it to him or not.
0: I don't think he's going to give it to him, and I think you know we as audience we're going to be left in the dark the whole fucking time. I
1: think I think um I think Michonne will make him give it to him. i do i really do i think uh either that or she'll give it to him herself
0: even though she hates his guts she's gonna be like no you need to give him that life yeah because
1: of what uh you know the two the way that michonne and, and carl talk to each other at the very end she's like he's like you're my best friend and she's like you're my best friend so like it will be even though she hates negan she'll respect carl's wishes that much more damn uh, I want to talk about Jadis and the Heepsters. Holy shit. Bryce. Why would you fucking give them their guns? That was dumb. That was the dumbest thing ever. And it obviously fucking went that way for her. Now, uh, Simon, I saw a lot of think pieces or articles that came out after this that people were like, well, is Simon worse than Negan? And I'm like... I don't think he's worse, I think he's the same. I think they're just I mean, he just doesn't have control over his emotions the way that Negan does. And the only reason why Negan right. has that control is because he has control over everybody. Like he has an army. He doesn't need to be, you know, so hot-headed.
0: Right. And you, you when um right before that when Simon and Negan have that conversation, he's like, "You will do what I tell you to do. You will listen to me because I'm in charge." And you can't, you know, keep control of whatever the hell is going on in your head. He says, "You like
1: whatever's inside of you. You need to control it." Right, exactly. And that's that's exactly where Negan is. That's where he lives. He lives with the control because that's what he wants. Um, obviously, after Jadis punches him, which I thought was pretty baller, <laughs> she, I thought so too. Uh, he, you know, he he fucking lost it. He's oh. like, "Fuck it, kill all of them except for her." Now. <laughs> this is what I thought was weird. The next time we see her is after Rick comes back or Rick and Michonne enter into the the landfill, the junkyard, and uh she's wearing a white dress now or a white nightgown. So after she he killed all of her people and they started turning, did she go and change? Right, that didn't make much sense either. Unless. Wait, do you know who this episode. Uh, who directed this episode? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I can look it up. Because if it was Gimple or,
0: you know, uh, Gimple or the Nicotero, then this is some fucking spiritual shit and some symbolism shit that we don't understand. <laughs> I mean, that's possible. Mm-hmm. but But I think they're trying to add to the whole, like. And I don't use this word, and I'll use it, but. Having her people get massacred and slaughtered in front of her, she was shook. It shook her enough to the point that she stopped talking in her weird ass language that she spoke actual sentences.
1: Yeah. No, they it was it was very interesting that she, it did it they made it so that it broke it her broke her, yeah. And it made it so that she gave up this like fantasy that she was living of uh you know, we are this collective and we have our own language and you know, a lot of a lot of that going on. Uh the episode was directed by David Boyd, who directed other episodes of this of the show and a lot of other TV, it looks like. Okay, I don't know who neither yeah, do I. But uh I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, she definitely uh reverted and the fact that she had to sit there and not, not only watch all of her people get killed, but then destroy the zombie versions of all her people.
0: That's going to take a fucking toll on you, man. Who
1: is she going to blame? Do you think in the end, is it going to be Rick or is it going to be Negan or Simon? Essentially. I don't know.
0: Especially because she just double triple crossed. Like Negan said, triple cross everybody. You know, I don't know who she would blame. At this point, I think she should blame herself because of her own decisions.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can't sit there and keep playing both sides of the of the, of the the road and not expect to get fucking burned eventually. Someone's going to f- figure that shit out, and that's what happens.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to ask, do you think that in the past life before all this happened, do you think that she was homeless? Because she said, oh, I would come here all the time and, you know, just pick out random slabs of metal and just fucking paint on
1: them. Uh, I don't think she was homeless. I think she was just... She was just like one of those bohemian people, the very free spirit kind of thing. Did a lot of acid in his head. Maybe. (laughs) maybe. That explains (laughs) that haircut. (laughs) Yeah, I think the big piece... Another big piece of that, though, between the exchange between uh, Simon and, and Jadis was there is a helicopter pad back there somewhere with a whole bunch of solar panels. So... Uh, the helicopter that people spotted all those episodes ago when... Seasons ago? Yeah, when, uh, Rick was standing at the top of the trash heap, apparently is part of the show for some reason. Jadis has, has access to a helicopter. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, didn't we see a helicopter, uh, a bunch of seasons ago too? Like when, um... That's what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, you're to, oh yeah, you're talking. So you're talking about when uh, Andrea first met uh, Michonne, right? Oh, the yeah, yeah. Because those guys landed in a helicopter. They were part of the the governor's crew, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So there's there. I mean, there's a a, huh. a helicopter there, but oh, that's all the way down down in Atlanta, though. Right, and they're like in Virginia. Yeah, now, we're in Virginia now, so. I don't know. Apparently, Jadis has access to a helicopter. Whether or not there's a pilot to go with that helicopter at this point, who knows?
0: If there's solar panels, shouldn't it be powering up like a base or something nearby?
1: I don't know what the solar panels are for. Essentially, I mean, maybe it's to power. It's for the power of the the helicopter itself. Maybe the hel- helicopter is electrical. Oh, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's you know that's whatever that means i don't i was sent maybe it will play into the season finale what you know the helicopter um it's true uh enid enid and Aaron are captured by the oceanside people <laughs> and uh you know we're dealing with the effects of enid killing their matriarch the grandmother to alice Is that was that her name
0: just because she's a side character, I can't remember her name. So. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I didn't quite remember her name either. But that's neither here nor there. Um, it was they convince some to keep them alive, not kill him. Yeah, she she does. She she gets up in her face and ke- convinces them to keep her alive. Do you think it was smart for Aaron to stay behind? No. <laughs> Do you think do you think she's going to he's going to she's going to end up killing him or you know some, do you think something bad's going is he going to you don't think that he's going to be able to convince them to come fight They don't want to hear from them and I think that's the essentially the reason why he thought it was uh you know good a idea. good idea Yeah cuz not that because that he's a man and he could convince them but the fact that He's a man, and he's gonna hovel, you know, humble himself to them. I guess it's true. So, right. I, I don't know. It uh, that's it's just kind of where I I was at at the end of that episode, or the end of that exchange. I don't know what's exactly going to happen with them.
0: What are you? Um, so how do you feel that you know the locked up saviors are like? Come on, man! Like Maggie, you got you gotta. You know the ones that aren't good behavior. You gotta let us out. You gotta let us contribute. What do you think about that?
1: I think that I think that if Maggie shows some compassion to them, that they will become a good part of the hilltop. However, right now, I, I you I I do think they have to keep them locked up because you don't know what you know we don't know exactly where some of them lie some of them could and we know at least one person is still um loyal to save, to negan and the saviors right yep so and Go yeah ahead. no so when it comes down to the big fight you know they could very easily betray betray the hilltop and that wouldn't be good so you i, I right. guess you have to keep them locked up
0: Yeah. And and you know, you that one person that we're talking about that's so loyal to Megan, that exchange between Carol and Morgan was so fucking good too.
1: Yes. Yeah, it was. Um
0: And then but at the end, you know, Morgan lies, he's like, Oh yeah, you know, you killed him. Whoever
1: killed your brother, you killed him already, so don't worry about (laughs) it. Um Oh, there was one more. Oh, I just wanted to say that we saw uh the one girl from that we know is part of SHIELD and part of the DEO. She showed up <laughs> in Oceanside <laughs> this week, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: she'll, she'll probably come back again. Yeah. All right. Uh last thing and I'll let you go. Um what do you think the Okay, how, how long before Negan finds out what Simon did and what do you think the repercussions are going to be?
1: I I would assume that he already knows what Simon did. The repercussions uh, might not show up until the end of the season. Okay. Because I think he knows he needs Simon right now. To strike fear into into those people. Not so much that, but he just needs a guy that is his general. I guess is a good way to put it. You know, uh, even if even if Simon's not listening to him right now, he still knows that Simon is going to do whatever he can to to win, and then okay. afterwards he can uh, he can deal with him.
0: Okay, and I suppose this is the last question. What do you think um, Negan is going to do when he finds out that Gavin is dead? And uh, what do you think the repercussions for everyone else would be?
1: I don't – see, you know, when he was sitting there talking about Gavin to Simon, like, I I never got any of that from Gavin. Like, for me, Gavin was very much a, a worm. He was a pushover. Yeah, exactly. He He's a pushover. pushover. He's a worm. He 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 does whatever it is that's easy at the moment (laughs) and doesn't just to get by just to get by doesn't rock the boat doesn't you know like he he's like oh fuck come on you know Ezekiel don't don't work with me yeah exactly (laughs) you know if you do this then I have to do this and Negan's gonna make me do that and it's not gonna be good for anybody just just fucking work like yeah he was I never saw him as what Negan you know described him as so uh I think in the end I really don't think I don't really don't think Deacon's gonna have that big of a reaction to the fact Gavin is dead, but I could be wrong completely. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. Like that's really weird.
0: Like I guess this is something I wish we had kind of flashbacks to. Maybe Gavin really was that way, but then once he got that luxury, he just stopped giving a shit.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think you're you're you could be absolutely right. Or,
0: and just because I know what happens next in the comics and I don't want to spoil it. Okay. You know, that might happen. Okay. Yeah, don't don't spoil
1: (laughs) it for the listeners that don't read the comics. Even though we've already obviously went far astray because Carl is very much alive in the comics and now dead in the show. Yep. Because the show likes to take creative differences. That's right. Uh, all right. If there's anything you listeners want to talk to us about on uh, any of these shows that we talked about today, we'd love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter as at Agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel's also on Twitter as
0: Super Commie Daniel.
1: The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on, on uh, Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page and Geek Elite Radio com is our website. Check out Archive episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geekly Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geekly Radio Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out.
0: And okay, now return you to your regularly scheduled program.